Welcome to Stemming in Stilettos with Dr. Tasha, a podcast for and about women of color in STEM. These women are brave, beautiful, and brilliant. Their stories deserve and need to be heard. Their voice strong, their message clear, their experiences priceless. Now let's welcome this wonderful winning woman of color to the show. Hi, everybody. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First off, it's free. Second, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Third, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minim- minimum lit- listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you. Welcome to Stimming in Stilettos with Dr. Natasha Anderson. Today, we are going to talk about some something a little bit different. Normally, I have a person, uh, a woman of color that I'm interviewing about her STEM career um, and asking her to give advice or what things she would want to um, discuss that would benefit our younger generation. But today, we want to do something a little different based off of where we are as a nation and a country right now. Um, So I have enjoyed, uh, honestly, the past couple of days seeing um, some of the memes that have been posted of how hard it is to actually teach your child at home. Added to that is that many of us are actually working at home as well. So I hope at some point... When we look back on this, we can appreciate the job that teachers have, um, that they do on a daily basis. They do because they love it and they honestly love taking care of and educating your children. Um, But today we want to actually give you some other activities to do um, because, of course, school doesn't always um, the, the time frame of school. You're you're at work. More than likely, more than, more than likely you guys are at work um, doing your own thing, being whoever it is you are at work and now you're at home and so you may be trying to um, trying to do work at the same time as you have a child pulling on your arm saying they want an orange or an apple or whatever else. Um, so I know many of us are adjusting, um, <clears throat> but I also know that now is while we are adjusting to this new normal, now is the perfect time for us to engage your child in some some STEM activities. So um, I know some of you may be stressed out, but these activities that I've compiled for you are fun, interactive, and above all, they're educational. And for some of your children, um, you don't have to do much. So that's actually, you don't have to buy materials. You may already have some of these materials at home or they're relatively cheap. And if you can get to a store to get them, 
um, then do so. Um, these can be used to supplement or enhance what they're already getting from their school. And again, most of these materials can be found at your home or, or they are downloadable. So the first activity, I think I have about 20 of these. It may be a little less than 20 of these, by the way. The first activity is what I'm calling cloud in a jar. And most of these can be found online. I'll be straight up honest with you. Um, there's, there's a few of these that I originally, um, that I've done myself. Well, most of these I've done myself, but um, that I've developed and come up with myself, I should say. So cloud in a jar, this talks about, this is in the science category. So if you have a kid who's big on science, this one is for him or her. Um, you, you basically can be done from it. This activity can be done from the simplest one, uh, from your simple, uh, smallest kid to your older kids. Okay. So you take a few simple household ingredients called water and hairspray, and then they come together to demonstrate the formation of a cloud for kids. So you can talk about condensation, water cycles, states of matter, and, and all get the attention um, in this one activity. So that's the first one, cloud in a jar. You can actually look it up. You can Google it if you want more detailed on, on um, how, to, how, to, how to do all of, all of the things. The next one is called the oil spill. This one is engineering and science. So you will simply mix oil and water, and you can use any oil, in a large container and add a few feathers or some other things into the mix. Then you can, you can pass out materials like sponges, paper towels, little spoons, and, in, and instruct the children to try to remove the oil from the water and the feathers and the whatever else you put in there. Um, you can use this activity to show how oil spills can affect the environment, letting them observe how oil affected the feathers and how difficult it was to remove it from the water. So you, the basic elements of this activity is literally mixing oil and water. So again, both things I'm, I'm sure that you have at your house. Sticky number match. I love this one because math is my particular subject matter. That's what I taught when I taught um, in the K-12 system. So you're gonna tape sheets of paper to the wall, some sticky notes and a marker, and you can set up its movement-based math activities to help students understand the meaning of numerical values. So, um, so instead of memorizing list of numbers, this game lets kids hunt for sticky note numbers and stick them on the wall over the grouping dots. Okay. So that's, I think that's kind of cool. The next one is, um, use learning how to code using maze, using a maze. And you can do this a number of different ways, a number of different ways. So you can actually use Legos or connects. Um, you could actually use yourself. Um, you can use tape and you can, um, if you have more than multiple kids, you can have them give your other, their other siblings directions. And that's teaching them how to code because as we know, coding is um, a given set of directions to help you get from point A to point B. Um, I think that this is actually a really fun one that uh, students can do. Well, they do it daily. So, um, but they understand that they begin to understand that this is what coding is really about. 
So I, I think this is a really good one. Um, building a balance scale. This activity involves a plastic hanger, some cups and a string. Um, you can make your young ones a hanging balance so they can use, they can use the experiment with weights. Um, so to encourage their, their, their sense of uh, experimentation, we, you, you basically put these things together, some cups and strings on the hanger. And then the idea is, is that the hanger will um, help you learn how, what the balance is of these materials. So you can, you can use different things. You can put water in it. You can put dirt in it. You can put rocks in it. You can put Legos in it. You can put barrettes in it. You can put whatever, some, whatever the things are you have at your house. You can, you can use those to help um, kids learn about weight and balance. All right, fireworks in a jar. This activity includes a jar of water, oil, and food coloring. Fill a jar with water, then mix the food coloring and oil, then pour the food coloring and oil mixture into the water, and then watch what happens. Fun, you should probably do this one in the kitchen or the bathroom. And so then this one is called the Lego zip line. Um, this activity includes Lego, string, protractor, paper, and pencil. The kids can build a contraption that will fly from one end of a room on um, this, or one end of a string to the other. You can attach string from different areas like a closet to the floor and, or at different angles. So then you get the opportunity or they get the opportunity to talk to the kids or, or talk to each other about speed and angles. And you can develop um, some simple math and science problems to help support the conversation. Or again, you can use the internet. The internet in this case is your friend. All right, so gum drop structures. I don't know if you guys have this at your house. I know I do not, so we would have to go get some, but you guys go get a gum drop candy, the gum drop candy and some toothpicks and have the kids use the drum drop, the gum drops and toothpick to create a host of different shapes. You know, you could actually use this, um, you could use some other type candies to do this um, as well, but you can use, the, the, so the gum drops, it, it, it'll help you make 3D shapes so you can actually talk about area and um, surface area, you can talk about volume, um, you can talk about uh, angles, you can talk about, um, a whole host of things, more geometry based uh, things in this way. Uh, again, you, this is back to science. Um, you can do a lava lamp. I know you guys have probably seen this or maybe you haven't. You, you may have seen some of these things before. A lava lamp with water. You can use water, a clear plastic bottle, vegetable oil, Alka-Seltzer and food coloring. And students can create their own lava lamp. This activity can be used to demonstrate both physical and chemical components of science, which I think is fun. All right. So then we have the paper cup walk, which is fun. Uh, I just can remember doing these, um, this with my kids when they were uh, a little bit younger. So with paper cups, cardboard, students can create a platform that can support their weight. This activity teaches about weight distribution. So you basically use the, the paper cups to, to build something that the, the kids can sit on or they can stand on that will help support their weight, which I think is really fun. All right, so 
if you have some older kids who are basically, they don't, you know, they're glued to the hip to their phone or their computer and laptop these days. Um, I really like some of the, the next websites that I'm going to give you um, that can be used by your kids to help them um, basically keep their math skills sharp or learn how to code or just learn new information um, where they don't necessarily have to do much if you have a kid who's just not into that. All right, so the first website um, is IXL.com, and it, this offers grade-based math activities that feel more like fun than practice, but it will give your kid practice on the maybe some of those concepts that he or she is struggling with. Um, I enjoy this website. Uh, I think my kids do too. I also recommend Khan Academy, um, and Khan is spelled K-A-H-N Academy. And um, so go there. They have uh, lots of videos. They have lots of explanation to some of the most complex math problems um, that are out there. And I find I have found them both to be uh, really helpful. Um, so those are two good ones. Check them out. So did you guys know the next one is um, you can explore computer science? and you don't need to be a professional to create some computer apps. So here are some, some um, easy to use computer science platform. You may have heard or you may not have heard, but Scratch Junior, um, it's a free app. It's available on both the iPad and Android tablet that allows even the youngest person or the youngest students to learn to code. Scratch Junior is for pre-K through third grade. Um, if you have a kid that's in third grade through ninth grade, you can go to regular scratch again, free platform that allows students to perform interactive stories, games, and animations. And all you need is a laptop. And then if you're in grades five or fifth grade or plus, you can, another app is called the app inventor. Um, this, this app allows students to create their own apps in less than an hour to use. You'll need two devices. You need a web browser on your computer as well as an Android Android device. Both must be available or be able to access the same wireless internet can, uh, network. And then there's Tinker. Tinker is spelled T-Y-N-K-E-R. Tinker is a blocks-based programming platform allowed on desktops, laptops, and tablets that helps students learn to code. Both, there are both free and paid memberships for Tinker. Tinker is generally for grades fourth and fifth. Droid Script um, lets students of all skill levels easily and quickly write apps for Android using JavaScript. Use a PC and an Android phone, tablet, or smartwatch. Both must be connected to the same wireless network. All right, and then there is Light, Lightbot. This one is um, paid, has a paid version. It's an educational video game for learning software programming concept. The paid versions are between two and $5, and they exist on both Apple and Android tablets, as well as Windows and Mac devices. I love these um, options for kids, um, especially now is the time where you have the opportunity to have a big impact on 
what it is your kid does, how they adapt to learning in these, in this, um, this spate of time. Um, and if we give them more opportunities to do some of the things that they like to do, it could enhance their ed- the educational process. Um, one, one of the things that you can do with kids of all ages, um, some of your older kids may not like it so much, but I think it really works. And that's cooking or baking with your child or children. Um, it includes a lot of math and science and you can work on their math vocabulary and measurement skills. You can explore where the ingredients came from. You can talk about differences between solids and liquids. All of these, all of these things can be done with one, um, one recipe. So, so if take this opportunity now that they're basically telling us not to eat in public restaurants, this might be the opportunity for you to cook with your kids. Um, it also facilitates conversations and, and some other things that may, maybe this can help facilitate some other things happening with, with your child. All right. So again, um, PBS kids is wonderful. And I believe it's pbskids.org. Um, I could be wrong about that. If it's not .org, it's .com. It has a plethora of resources for kids. And I, I think that it is one, it's a wonderful website that more people should be using if you are not already. Um, let's see what else we have here. It, it, we want to talk about um, taking some snacks, uh, some science snacks. Um, this is a way for you to, again, you know, use food as a way to engage with your child, but you're also learning um, some different um, ways to engage with your child. <laughs> Go stargazing, warm nights and clear skies. So the one thing they haven't taken away from us at this point is the is we can still go outside. So stargazing is is fun for interstellar observation with or without a telescope. So you don't need one of those. Um, So these are just a few um, activities that you can do or you can engage with your child or children right now. Um, as we know that this this time that we are in is something special, something that none of us has ever seen before. Um, and hopefully we will not see anything like this again. But it is a time for us to be innovative, to be creative, to be open to the idea of something new and different um, and to adjust to the idea that things aren't quite the way they used to be and they may not go back to to what it was before so um i'm looking at this with my own children um, as an opportunity for us for me to learn them again um, and for them to learn me and for us to be able to come together in ways that will benefit our family long term Uh, i want to ensure that they are getting their getting, getting everything they need from their school, um, and that their education is still happening, even though it's being done in a different way. Um, we're lucky, but because our school system already had an online component. So this just enhances what they were already doing in some capacity. Um, 
But for some people, this is a trying time. I also know that there are many, um, many internet companies that are offering free internet service to students because of the current situation we're in. Again, do you need to do some research on where those um, opportunities are and how it can best benefit your child. So um, the internet is full of great activities, experiments, and thing to things to do to introduce and, and enhance your kid's knowledge of STEM during this time or to enhance your kid's learning. Um, now, I really do wanna take the time to thank you for listening and to ask you to remember to like our Facebook page called Stimming in Stilettos. You can also find the podcast on Spotify, Anchor FM, and Google Podcasts. Um, thank you for listening, and until next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Stimming in Stilettos. Please check out the show notes to get additional information about today's guest or today's topic. You can find the podcast on every major podcast platform. You can find additional information about Dr. Tasha at www.drtasha.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in every Tuesday for the latest episode of Stimming in Stilettos.